where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today, and I want to apologize for the audio being substandard the last episode to the point where it's probably unlistenable. Today, we're going to talk about female sexual market value and how it's so obscenely high for menopausal women or near menopausal women. So let's just say late 30s through the 40s. Now, I can't show you a graph, but of course you can look this up on your own sexual market value for a woman and for a man. But imagine a graph, women peak very high and it's concomitant with their actual fertility and their ability to breed. Now we have an episode here how sperm production has dropped precipitously in just 50 years. It's something like 50% in 50 years. We are the most infertile we've ever been in terms of men producing semen. And a lot of this has to do with our earlier episodes, which were on endocrine disruptors, plastics, for example, and other environmental toxins. But either way, a woman's SMV is very high, 18 to 24. It starts a little younger than that once she... Um, has menarche in her first period, and certainly, hopefully, none of you guys are looking at girls that young, but 15, 16, 17-year-olds, yes, they do have sexual market value. Let's be real. High school girls are having sex, and men are finding them attractive. And remember, sexual market value only has to do with a, a girl or woman's ability to parlay her beauty into something advantageous for her. So no doubt, uh, a, a high school cheerleader is able to use her beauty to advance in the pecking pole of popularity or get nerdy boys to write to do their homework for them and so forth. But either way, 18 to 24 is the peak. You'll see a woman's SMB 8, 9, 10. And then around mid-20s to low-20s, it starts to drop. By the time they're in their 30s, it's already at 4, 5. And then by the time they're at 35, it's around 2. And then around 40, it's under one, and then it's under one the rest of their life. And now that, that is all concomitant to their fertility. Now we have a lot of reproductive technology nowadays where women can have kids later in life, but as a whole, a woman hits 35, she has a geriatric uh, pregnancy, as they call it, because it's, it's harder to, to conceive at that point. Now, really quickly, male sexual market value is different because ours is based on what we provide, and maybe we'll have a future episode on that. So today we're going to talk about the women in their mid-30s because a large majority, I think, of you who listen to this podcast are older. You're not 22. And some of you are single and you wonder on Match, Tinder, all these things, why these women who are in their mid to late 30s, early 40s, and a lot of them, not all, we can cast vast generalizations on them, but why a lot of them, you're wondering, like, how are men attracted these women 
And why are they so picky? Because a lot of them have kids, a lot of kids, a lot of them are overweight. We know that's one of the major lowers of sexual market value for women. A lot of them have tattoos, which are an outward reflection of an inward problem. And a lot of them have addictions or drinking problems or a combination or some of the, some of these things. Now, many of you men will be like, well, you know, I'm 40 and I make pretty good money. Let's say you make over 100K at 40 and you go to Tinder or Bumble or wherever hinge and you see these overweight single moms who are 40 and you're like, I wouldn't touch these women. And see, that's the difference between having an abundance mindset and a scarcity mindset because those with scarcity mindset are going to be like, yeah, I don't care. She's got all this baggage. I still want her. Whereas those with an abundance mindset would be like, no, I'm going to stay away and go for the 26-year-olds because I can. So a lot of it is contingent upon your own sexual market value. And I think most men, even though they might have never seen the graph, understand intuitively what their SMV is based on just natural feedback throughout their whole life of success with women. So you don't need to know the graph. You know that no money, no honey. I think all men intuitively know that. Just like all women know, the prettier you are, the more attractive, uh, the, the more attention you're going to get from a man. So why why is it that, let's say, a fat 39-year-old single mom of three with tattoos on her sleeves, why does she even get attention? I think you could really narrow it down to two things. One, it's going to be the, the beta types, the incel beta types who have never had luck with women will be pursuing these women because they just want anything. They'll just want anything. And they're desperate. They're desperate. And so they will pursue, and and, and some of it is just naivete and just lack of knowledge. Because look, for, for, for me to tell you that a woman who is... A single mom has a major red flag, no offense to single moms, but the, disproportionately women initiate divorce. So if she's done it to the first guy, what makes you think she won't do it to you? Or if the kids were out of wedlock, she took the kids from him, what makes you think she won't do it to you? She's already established a precedent. But, but Gregory, he was abusive, narcissistic, controlling. Okay, well, you're getting white knighted. Maybe he was that way, but either way, she's already established a precedent. Obesity reflects lack of discipline. It reflects, and I could say this because you guys know I have a Confessions of an Obese Child podcast about my obesity when I was younger. It reflects inner turmoil, lots of times codependence, lots of times addictions, that unless they do severe therapy, that's going to be put on you if you were to marry her. And normally, obese people only get more obese. Now, I understand that there are some men who like that. They they like the obese women that's their thing but as a whole most men are not attracted to obese people and in obese women and if you're looking to have kids obese women are less likely to have kids it is actually a impediment to having children and then you look at the tattoos which higher rate of depression higher rate of cluster b personality disorders higher rate obviously of impulsivity lack of judgment infidelity so you're thinking like, if you have high SMV, why the heck would I look at these women? Well, because you are smart and you're not going to look at these women, no matter how lonely you are. But there's a lot of guys, there's a large swath of men who just simply haven't had a lot of luck with women at all. And they're just so desperate for female validation of themselves. 
that they will go after these girls. And so what happens is these these women get this attention from men and they look, you guys know, let's say on match, how women don't have to do any work aside from sifting. Men are the ones as a whole, unless you're in that 10% echelon, men as a whole don't receive a lot of messages. And when you do, it's from 55-year-old menopausal women. So women, even average women, are going to be receiving messages from men every day. And so women, let, let's say that the fat 39-year-old, they're going to get messages from men. And so they just have to sift through and try to find the highest SMV man that they can find. But my point is, it elevates and distorts their own sexual market value because then they think, well, look, I'm getting all this attention from men. Um, you know, Why do I need to settle? Why do I need to settle? And yeah, they might lament how some of these guys are beta insult, ugly dudes, let's say, with poor social skills. But at the same time, they're getting their, their narcissism validated by the uh, amount of messages that they are receiving from men. And you can conversely say it with, with men, with, with incel beta boys or men, how they send out 20 messages a day and don't get anything back, right? So that's a negative reinforcement of your own particular sexual market value. But women in general will have an elevated SMV view of themselves simply because they get a lot of attention from men. And so you see these women who get a lot of attention from men, and then they think, well, you know, I'm getting all these hits and messages, so, you know, I'm not actually going to have to pay attention to good guys because I have all this attention in general, in general. So it's problematic for a large swath, I'd say 50% of men on these dating sites. The other thing is so... One, they're getting a lot of attention, so that elevates their SMV, and a lot of these are even going to be alpha widows, where maybe when they were skinnier and before they had kids 10 years ago, they actually dated or had sex with someone they perceived to be high sexual market value. Man, and so this will always stay in their mind. Like, oh, you know, I got this guy one time, and he was a hottie, and so 10 years later, they still think they deserve that hot dude. Which, of course, they don't. They don't. But women have a much harder time than men understanding where they're at in terms of their attractability. But this is exacerbated by the fact that so many incel men will still message them despite all the red flags. The second thing is, you know, we've turned our back on God. We live in a pump and dump culture where women and men are more than willing to go on Tinder and Bumble and match any harmony, find some woman and screw her on the first or second date. This is heinous and unseemly to the eyes of God because it's clear in at least seven places off the top of my head. Galatians, Romans, 1 Corinthians, Revelations 19, of course, Exodus, Leviticus, how fornication is a grave sin. But most people don't care. Yet at the same time, it's interesting because we are the most wealthy we've ever been in human history. Yet I would say we're the most depressed and miserable we've ever been in human history as well. And why is that? Because we don't have God in our life. And when you don't have God in your life and have an actual personal relationship with her, with him, I should say, sorry. Your life is empty. I mean, you could have as many cars as you want and a bigger house and a bigger TV, but ultimately it doesn't mean anything. 
doesn't mean anything. So then, there's another stratum of men who just want to F any woman they can. So they see these women with all their red flags. And look, there are guys who are attracted to women with sleeves, tattoo sleeves. There are men who look at a single mom and be like, oh, single mom, she'll, she'll put out on the first or second date. So they go after these women because they're just going after any woman. These could be higher SMV men, higher SMV men like Chad's and Tyrone's. Look, let me be real too. Chad's and Tyrone's aren't necessarily high SMV men. Some of them are, but some of them not. But a Chad and Tyrone would just bang whatever he can. And certainly he's not going to pick those girls first. But if he's got nothing else, he's like, yeah, why not? So you have those guys, and then you have all the other guys. You have just guys in general who are not practicing chastity are all wanting to go on these dating sites and find a woman to bang. To find a woman to bang. And so this exacerbates it too. Because women are getting the the, the, the overweight, 39-year-olds are getting the validation that they can get any guy. So if you ever think like, Greg, I don't understand. This woman's got three kids. She's 39. She's overweight. I don't I don't see how she thinks she can be picky. Well, she can be picky because she, from her perspective, she's getting a lot of male attention on these dating sites. Now, it doesn't mean that any of these dudes would actually marry her. But she is getting attention. And ultimately, the myopic view of some women is, is that's all that matters, is I'm getting attention and because I'm getting attention, I'm going to ride this attention and, and, and date. Date is essentially a euphemism for banging, having sex, and extracting resources from the man, free meals, free gifts, and so forth. And I'm going to do that as long as I can. So in closing, for you guys who are 40-year-olds, maybe average sexual market value, and you're looking at match, e-harmony, it's a bleak world especially if you're not religious. Because if you're religious, you can maybe find, go to Christian Mingles, Catholic Match, and find the 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 trad cons. And the trad cons, I think, are going to be a little more selective and not as trashy. Just a little more. <laughs> and a little more not as trashy. But you might find better women there. But just understand, like, if you, if you are a type, if you're an average dude with an average job, and look, if you have an average job, don't ever put it in your profile. Because you are... C-O-C-K blocking yourself because women look at that big time as a whole. And you're like, well, I don't care what a woman does. Yeah, but you're thinking like a man thinks. You have to think how women think. Remember when a, man, a bunch of men get together and talk about some girl that the, one of the guys went out with, the first question the guys will ask is, what does she look like? When a bunch of girls get together, the first question they ask is, what does he do? So if you guy, if you are somebody who doesn't make a lot of money, even if it's a, a noble profession like I don't know, fire, fire, paramedic, teacher, doesn't matter, don't, don't put it on there. But if you ever wonder, if you're a mid-level guy, why you're not getting responses from these, these types of women, A, I would tell you, do not respond or message these types of women. Be selective and be patient because these women have multiple red flags that should tell you to stay away from them. But the other reason is they might not message you because they have an overinflated view of their own sexual market value. They really do. And one of the reasons is guys like you. Guys like you who message them all the time, which artificially floats their 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 view of themselves 
and their their attractiveness. And also just remember, Tinder and, and all these places are complete cesspools of sin and iniquity. And I would tell you to stay away from them together and go read your Bible more. And if you really want to find a good woman for you atheists, become Christian again. Again, I say, because most of you were Christian. And then try the more Christian sites. But in general, if you guys are inveterate MGTOW monks, then don't worry about any of these things. But then don't complain later on. Um how you're lonely or hate on women and all that. So it's either one of the two. You either play Hot Pockets and play play video games and eat Hot Pockets your whole life and just you know own it and never complain about women or work on yourself, work on your six sixes so you can get women. It's one of the two. You can't be in the middle. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. If you have an Apple product, you can only do so if you have an Apple product. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal if you want to help donate some money to help defray the cost of hosting this on the server. Appreciate that. And also there's a link to the website, naturopathicearth.com, where you can find all the articles, all the articles, all the podcasts, and so forth. And lastly, please subscribe and or follow to the three feeds, Confessions of an Obese Child, Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and The Awakened Man. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.